Hello guys, uh, welcome to another episode of uh, the Tennis with Emma, the amazing podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about some really exciting news that Emma just uh, kind of released to everyone and out to, to, to the public, and is that she's going to be um, go, going back to the WTA tour, right? So it's, it's going to be a really exciting journey of her recording everything, and we're going to be uh, posting a lot of stuff about her journey and how to um, kind of achieve that goal of going back on the WTA tour. She's going to talk about why she made the decision, uh, everything that she had to consider. And um, yeah, we're here. Basically, the main focus of this podcast is going to be about this new decision and, and the journey that she's about to, to start. So yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about this, this exciting decision, Emma? Yeah, it's super exciting. It's a big decision. It wasn't an easy decision. Obviously, just a little bit more about myself because some people ask, I'm 30 years old. I stopped playing when I was 24 and at the time I was climbing up at the ranking. So like I was, after college I played maybe for like a year and that year I climbed up to be 140 in doubles and then 400 in singles. And I had like six months not to defend any points. So I could maybe made it like top 100 in doubles, who knows, but probably, um, you know, I was on the way up, but I had a lot of injuries mentally i was not doing good i was very lonely i was on the tour i was depressed most of the time um i also got married so it was really tough in my relationship with my husband so i decided to um to stop with tennis and to have a family so in the meantime in the last six years i had two boys so i have a three-year-old and almost a two-year-old and i've been building my business tennis with emma um, right now working at the polo club um, so I've been doing a lot but a big part of me has been like missing there's has been some void that I'm like trying to okay find it in other things but I haven't been able to um, so last two months I've been working with with a life coach and I've been working a lot on like discovering myself and what truly makes me happy and kind of like digging deep. Um, and in this whole process, while I was doing that, I was at the Miami Open and I was doing the professional course for coaches. And one of the speakers was Anne Grossman and she's she was top 30 WTA. Uh, she's 52 years old now. And as she was presenting her, um, I was really, you know, I was really inspired by her story Um, when she was 30 years old she also had two boys like I do now and she was transitioning from player to coach so for me it was like oh my god I can learn so much from her you know for the next 20 years you know she's been living the life that I'm about to live so I'm like okay let me you know I want to introduce myself I want to ask her some questions what you know what advice she has for me so I go up to her and I'm like hey and I introduce myself I'm like, what is one advice that you would give to your younger self? Or what is an advice that you have for me? Mm-hmm. And she goes like, if you have even a little bit in you, a little desire of wanting to play more, you need to go for it. She's like, I regret for not trying it more. And I regret it every day. She's like, you can always go back to your normal life. You right. can always do what you're doing right now, but you cannot take this time right and she's like i if if it was me i would go five or ten more years and be on the tour and at that moment it was like 
like I needed to hear this from somebody that's been through it, right? And I'm like, I knew that deep inside of me, you know, and like I'm, I was speaking with my life coach, like she's like, you knew the answer all along inside of you. You just didn't have the courage to admit it because it's not so simple. You know, I'm a mom of two, you know, with whoever knows even a little bit about tennis and going on professional tour, you know, I have to start from zero it's going to be really, really hard. So making this decision, you know, like all of these thoughts are coming like, again, fear of failure. Why are you doing this? You're, you know, like you're too old, your time has passed, you know, but at the same time, it, I'm not letting these thoughts come to me. You know, I'm like, you know what? I've never been more mature. I've been through so much in my life that whatever comes at me now, I'm ready for it. And I really just want to reach my full potential. I want to end it on my own terms when I know that I gave it all. I gave it all, I have nothing else in me and I'm done, right? And then I'm ready to start the next chapter. But I started that next chapter without actually being ready for it, you know, because a big part of me was still missing it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. That's great, no, it's, it's, it's amazing. and. We have questions that uh, you guys have asked uh, Emma through Instagram that we're gonna get to, but I I do want to ask some questions that come up, depend like relating to the things you say. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, at yeah. the moment. So the first thing that came up right now is, I mean, it's it's super like uh, as you said, motivating. I think it's gonna be a lot for a lot of people. You know, young, uh, older people, like anybody that has a desire to to go on this path of not the coaching side but the playing side, right? I think it's gonna be amazing. But I do want to get into um, an important topic that is how do you diff like make decisions like this based on your dreams, right, on one hand, but also keeping everything realistic of what your possibilities are economically, what your possibilities are in your terms of talent, if you can actually make it, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's something that is not talked about too much. And we see so much in Instagram about like, oh my God, go for it. Like, yeah. and it's great, right? It's great because yeah. uh, we're both really passionate and we like, like yeah. achieving goals. And it, there, we're like overloaded with so much information about motivation and go for it and you're amazing and you can do anything you want. And it's great, but we don't talk enough about it when is that too much you know i mean when is this too much and you're have to like sit down and be like, okay can i actually do this is it actually within my possibilities so that way you're not actually risking other th important things in your life like your economics or uh i don't know that's that's another thing that that i mean that's a huge thing and that's such a great point you know I've, I've been like seeing all these years and all this time and you too all these motivational videos on instagram popping up motivational quotes and you're just like oh, okay like go for your dreams you know like whatever that means yeah. but until you figure it out with yourself I was thinking about this yesterday like then you're like God I'm, I, I wasn't ready to go for my dreams and to chase my dreams and reach your full potential you're gonna regret it later but something clicked in my head yes I put everything you know in perspective and it's not like I made this decision from one day to another when Anne told me this no it's been a lot of thinking a lot of conversations lots of you know putting everything on the paper logistics how am i gonna do it at the time when i stopped i was struggling financially you know like i was you know trying to figure out how i'm gonna make it from one tournament mm -hmm. to another you know like really like housing where am i gonna stay how much is this so i had more stress and more pressure on that that i couldn't even really focus on how i'm playing when i'm worried about million other things right, right? now now when it comes to finances okay 
Um, obviously I have some savings. I don't want to really dig too much into savings. Um, but my plan is to put a budget okay. for the year to make a plan of all the tournaments that I'm going to play, how much money I'm going to need for hotels, for the transportation, for physios, for massages, for supplements, for all these things. Um, and then put everything on the paper and present it to some potential sponsors. Because in the last six years, I've met some people that I feel very comfortable reaching out to um, and hoping because for one year to play the tournaments that I want to play, I think, I think, but I will, in the next podcast, we can talk more about it because this is important too, you know, for the people to know. Yeah. I think for the full year, I need around 100K. So I want to, you know, reach out to a few people, get a few sponsors and then go from there. And I'm, I'm pretty confident I can, I can get get it and for some people either they're listening that that know some people that can help please reach out because it's very very important on the financial side you know when it comes to talent so I think that part I think I'll be good when it comes to talent and you know looking tennis is a very you know some like golf similar to golf you get to the point where if you were watching me hitting, you know, rallying and a top 10 player right now, you could not differentiate who is a top 10 player because we can hit the ball the same, right? But it's here and physically who can, you know, make it through the whole match and keep that intensity throughout the whole match. That being said, my focus will be more on doubles, being realistic with myself. I'll focus more on doubles because my goal and why I'm doing this, I want to play all four Grand Slams. Ideally, I want to win one, right? But I want to play four of them doubles. I am very positive I can do it. Singles, I don't know. But at the beginning, I have to try, and these tournaments, I have to play singles as well because I'm going to be there anyways, and I have to make some money as well because in the, if I just do doubles at the low level tournaments, I can't be making any right. money. Yeah. Um, so that's the plan. And then family, I feel like that's gonna be the hardest for me because of my kids. I mean, I don't see them one day and I'm like, mm-hmm. like yesterday I played here at a tournament, I was gone the whole day and and then it's the weekend now, you know, usually I spend the weekends with them and like this morning leaving and you know, they're going with my husband for breakfast and I'm like, Ah, you know, I called them from the car, so I'm like sitting there with them. That's going to be really, really hard for me, like going for a week, two, three, a month. Thankfully, we have the technology now and they're young enough that hopefully if I have the finances, they can come with me to some tournaments. But I want them to see that their mom did it. She went for it and I really want to inspire them as well. My goal in all of this, honestly, like it's not just going back on tour, but it is inspiring other, especially females out there, that they feel like they have a little bit, not not in tennis, like in any career, whatever they're doing, they have a little bit, but they're scared. You know, there's that fear, you know, like, like that it's possible to do it and that you, at the end of the day, why I'm doing this, because I really wanna have the audacity to live my true life, to be who I am, 
to be fulfilled and happy and that way I can be more generous I can give more love to the other people around me because I'm fulfilled because I don't know if you're like this but when I'm not happy within I'm being rude to everybody around me not rude you're, you're never rude but you know you know what I mean and people that are unhappy within are those mean and rude people because they're not happy with their life they're not going for it they're not doing what they want I've been training now for two weeks. I haven't felt more fulfilled in a long, long time. Yeah, I'm tired, yeah, I'm exhausted, yeah, it's hard, but this is what I want to do, you know? And I wanted, I don't know how long it's going to be, maybe, no, I want to give myself a choose, at least two years. Maybe it's gonna be two years, maybe it's gonna be five years, we'll see, maybe 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, the life on tour is brutal, but I'm ready for it. I know what to expect because I've been through it. I won my first professional tournament when I was 16. I know I'm gonna be playing against really talented 16 year olds. Okay, so, so what? I'll lose a lot. I know that it's just dealing with that, being mentally tough, working on that, you know, with my, you know, with my life coach um, and just staying on top of these things. Right. Awesome. Well, that's, yeah, definitely answered my question. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, kind of summing up the, the original question, I think it's the, like the, the motivational, emotional part is crucial, right? I think that's what really drives people to achieve great things, right? That has to be the root of everything. And then you need that mindset that you're describing now, right? The maturity to be, I know what to expect. And it's, it's not just, it's not just a dream, right? It's a dream with a foundation, with a plan, with a certain yes. sense of reality. And you're like, this is what really it costs, right? Whatever your case scenario is, if you're paying for your own tournaments, if your parents are paying, actually say, say this is what I want, right? But then this is what I need as well, right? This is what the money I need, this is the support I need, this is the talent that I need, this is the level that I need to play. And, and taking that into the equation as well, right? And then once you make a decision based 50-50 on, on both and you see that it's, it's possible, right? It's doable that's when you say you go for it right 100 percent and and yeah i mean that's also important uh if what well, we should do some like that's just i talk about it next time but um if anybody wants to support uh financially bring the cash on please bring it on anything Let it rain. i think you know i have a big following online i'm gonna create like a gofundme yeah, page I was gonna say, yeah. for a comeback a journey um you know any honestly anything helps it's most mostly also so i can take my kids to some tournaments as well mm -hmm. and i know first two years i'm not gonna be making money you know and then later that money you know it's gonna it's gonna come back for sure okay well enough about our questions we're gonna go up to some of the ones that you guys asked um what is this my I guess it is Masamo Napred Emce. Masamo Napred Emce. Masamo Napred Emce. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my friend. She said, just go for it, Emma. Nice. Masamo Napred Emce, Emma. Masamo Napred Emce. Um, okay, so how many hours are you training currently? How many hours do you plan to, I'm adding this. How many hours do you plan to train going forward? Sir? It just depends, you know, like, so I'm planning to play a first tournament June 12th. And now it's April 15th, so I'm giving myself, or June 5th, we'll see. We'll see how I feel. Um, and so I have two, I'm giving myself two months with uh, 
with the team that I'm working at FM Tennis at the gym here at Boynton Beach. They're making an eight week plan when it comes to that, which for me, it's really, really important. You know, I have to work on my explosiveness and, you know, also like prehab, we call it, you know, all the mobility and stuff. So I prevent the injuries because I did have a lot. When it comes to tennis, I, um, I still have to make money. So most of my lessons will be, you know, hitting lessons that I can, you know, and people know that already. Um, and then I have a few girls that I'm still teaching 10 and under and I'll spend like at least an hour a day to take time to work with them. Um, and then, you know, as you get older, you realize that it's quality over quantity, right? right? Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I just like, just hit balls, just hit balls. Yeah. It's really not. It's like the quality of the practice, right? I can just be there all day and hit balls. And so what? And when it comes to, you know, how much, it just depends on a day, on my schedule. You know, I definitely want to get the good hitting session in. I have to start working more on match play, mm -hmm. you know, and just working on some specifics. So I'm working with Nikola Aracic, Intuitive Tennis. I'm going to be working on with him, cleaning some shots two or three times a week. I'll, I'll be setting up practice matches and then hitting. And then whenever I need to clean up something during the week, I have ball machine, I have you to feed me balls. Hopefully you're gonna do that. Um, and and yeah, that, that's the plan. I don't know. So let's say for sure hour and a half fitness a day and maybe, I mean, two to three, between two and four hours of tennis a day as well. And then one or two hours of teaching as well. Uh, some of the questions that you guys asked, we already covered kind of on her intro and uh, what we talked about already. Uh, Leandro, no Leandro Noavis asked uh, Emma versus Sabalenka. I'm guessing you would say who would win and who would win. Yeah. <laughs> right now? Yeah, right now you're a question, but like, when, when do you think you could ideally beat her? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> uh, give I the men an answer. <laughs> give the people what they want, Emma. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know if I could beat her. Right you know, now. she gets really in her head. You get so much into people's heads, it's crazy. And she <laughs> gets really, yeah. I've seen her double fall like nine times in a row and she, she literally starts like push the ball. I mean, you know, I used to play with her against her. I don't I don't know if we like practice matches. Did you ever beat her? We played the same tournaments. I don't remember actually. We just practiced. So I, I don't I can't remember. I mean, maybe in a few months. Okay. That's crazy. That's good. I mean, yeah. Okay. There <laughs> you go, Leandro Noavis. In a few months. And then, this is my question. We'll probably finish up with this one. This one might take a little bit more. It's a little bit deeper question. But are you, are you, what are like, are you afraid? And what are the things that you really are afraid of, of this new journey? You know what I mean? Like we, we've heard all the, the great stuff about how motivated and excited you are, but like talk about a little bit about like some fears that you have and how you're dealing with them because I know people that are chasing their dreams as well they're always gonna have those so I mean yeah it, it actually started creeping in yesterday when I so I'm playing this tournament here member guest at a, one of the country clubs so like member is just a regular player from a country club and then a guest is a really good player like yesterday I played against a girl that was that won Wimbledon and doubles and US Open in doubles. Today I played against a girl that was like 
top 60 WTA singles, and top you, 10. you beat them, right? Yes. You can, you can flex in here. No, it's know? fine. <laughs> you can show off. Uh, yes, but the thing is like, I was in my head so much. And all the, and you know how I was saying earlier, yeah, I'm so much more mature, you know, I, I got this. But then when I got into the playing the point, like today I was serving out for the match and I got so tight. And I'm like literally telling myself, what if you're at US Open and you're serving for the match? Like, like if you're so nervous right now, how are you gonna feel then? Like, then I'm like, do I have it in me? Like, maybe I don't have it. Maybe, you know, I'm not strong enough. I'm not strong enough mentally. I can't do it. You know, all of these things, like I can't, I can't, I'm not good enough. Uh, all these girls are so much better than me, you know? And this was my problem always. Like I was so insecure and I would look at these other girls. I'm like, oh my God, she's so much better than me. But then like, as we play, I realized that she's really not. Right. Maybe she, her, her body looks a little bit better than mine. But, but it's like, I, I can hit a good volley too. I was speaking to, uh, to actually to Nicola the other day. When you see me, you know, play, maybe I don't have that perfect technique, but I know how to win. Yeah. You know, I find a way how to win. I'm really smart on the court. I anticipate while I read the game well. Um, it's just dealing with that, like, it's not even the pressure, it's just something that I still have in me that I have to like let it out. And I was really like, okay, like, okay, like just this like self talk. Right. Okay, like let's go, let's just, just relax because I'm not, I'm not going for my serve. You know, I start well, then I stop, then it's like up and down. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing, like mentally here, right. yeah. you know, like just trusting myself. And I think that's going to come with more training, you know, because I really haven't trained a lot, trained a lot, I mean, two weeks. And it's like, I don't feel that confident in my shots. You know? So so basically that's the, that's the biggest thing. It's me, is that fear, you know, um, that and just how I'm going to handle that life on tour and being alone because it gets lonely. Right especially knowing that I have family at home yeah, um, and just being strong mentally there. Those right. are the two big ones. Great, yeah. So oh, one more, one more, sorry, injuries. Oh, okay, that's a big one. I used to get injured a lot, right. so I'm smarter now and taking care of my body better, so. That's great. And I think this is great. This is a great thing that uh, I think younger girls can hear because you're, you're someone that has already gone through it and then you left and you're going back again yeah i think a lot of people are going to hear this or younger players this is their they're just getting into it you know what i mean yeah so i think it's great to hear how fears are normal you know what i mean yeah how not to be afraid of the fear that makes yeah, sense yeah, you know yeah. what i mean not be like okay if i'm if i'm scared of this is this wrong right yeah you have someone that's already played wta tour has already been really successful left and then now it's coming back and still has those fears and still has you know what i mean so it's normal per and then um so yeah i think it's great to hear for for younger players that are, are getting into it and are dealing with fears which are completely normal i think that's a great overview of your, your journey what you're about to get into and i think it's going to be really really fun to to record it all you know i think it's going to be amazing we need more of that content i think in tennis like the tennis community more of like there's so much coaching and like podcasts about like just tennis in general but like someone that's actually been through and you're getting into the mix of yeah. actually playing and having all the insights and knowing her already from all her previous social media you know you really know emma through your social media and then seeing her through this journey i think that's really exciting and there's not a lot of uh, out there 
one other thing I'm really recording like you're gonna love my vlogs like I'm recording my real life like I'm in the morning or at night like I just woke up or I'm like just recording myself like saying and how I'm feeling and everything that I'm going through like real life behind the scenes is going to come every Monday on my YouTube channel great super exciting so thank you guys for, for watching this episode a little bit of a shorter episode but uh, some great content and then yeah we'll see you guys next time and then keep uh staying tuned for for the next few yeah. videos yeah thanks guys for your support and we'll see you next time thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review to catch all the latest from me you can follow me on instagram youtube facebook and tiktok at tennis with emma thanks again and i'll see you next time